You're listening to the Stack Attack Fantasy Podcast with your hosts, Jeff Trella and Trader Andy. And we're back. It's the Stack Attack Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Trella, and with me as always is Trader Andy. What's up, guys? How we doing? For all you that don't want to answer me, that's fine. I know you're hearing me. All right. That's all that we could do is ask them to listen. I want to say thanks to uh, Trevor. He's doing a great job. He's killing it. He's killing it. I I need to learn what he's doing because you obviously don't know what you're doing. This is 12 podcasts in, and you don't even know how to set the computer up yet. You're sorry, man. I'm just (laughs) a little frustrated. I didn't pay attention to that. Like I usually was would be in class. I figured the smart one was going to pay attention, but you did, and he took notes, and he still can't get this podcast up. Oh boy, it is what it is, man. It's still getting there. Sorry, it's getting there some way somehow. And if any other people are looking for sponsorship, obviously I drank a lot of Red Bull today, so I'm fired up. (laughs) So, so Andy, you just uh, moved. You just bought a new house. I did. I I know you added on to the commute instead of eight minutes to get here today. It took you twenty five thirty and yeah. a, a little bit more to get get to work. So I don't know how how you spending all that time in traffic. Um, I, I listen to uh, some radio to uh, try to get smarter each day. All right, if I'm okay. taking the train to work uh, like some people would, or they're driving their kids to school, that's fine. You should listen to the Stack Attack podcast where we're going to help you become better players to avoid those one trick ponies like Malik Smith, to avoid those freaking trap holes that are going to lead you into eighth place in April. So you do not approve of Candy Crush as a as a method to get smarter, dude. I almost freaking cursed right there. No, I don't want Candy Crush. Who plays Candy Crush in freaking March? It's draft season, guys. Let's go. All right, Red Bull gives you your wings. We didn't even put vodka in it this time. Uh, it's better. All right, all right, that works. Okay, Andy. Today we're going to talk about a a topic near and dear to our hearts. And that's the closer landscape. Okay, hate them just like kickers. Yeah, they are the kicker of of, of fantasy baseball. And I do recommend that if you're in a a points league or a head to head categories league where you could punt the category, just don't do this because they're gonna lose their jobs. It always happens. Yeah. What's the the turnover for closers is like fifty percent, something like that. Yeah, yeah the that's shelf life on a closer is two to three years. That's why the people like Mariano Rivera and Trevor Hoffman, they're icons because that'll never really happen again. Right? Everyone's gonna lose I mean, their job. There's a producer on the other side of the wall named Trevor for a reason. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> Just in case you guys didn't know, that's why he's named Trevor because he loved Trevor Hoffman. Because I had Trevor Hoffman on every team because I didn't want to deal with saves ever, and I never had to, except for that little journey with the Marlins and whatever. Oh, it's horrible, terrible. Whatever. Moving on. So what we're gonna do here is we're gonna look at the the ADP values. We're gonna try to find you anywhere from ten to twenty saves in the later rounds where some of these teams are gonna get these players to get the full time role, get some trade value up and then trade them. So, you know, we're we're looking for ten to fifteen point saves and we'll go from there. Right. So when you break down a category and we always look for a goal, um, to get to the to the to the eightieth percentile on on saves you need 80 okay so you're basically looking for two plus is what you need okay so obviously there's a reason that this is a 
category to either go heavy or punt because you can't get two and a half. It's not going to happen. So if you go three, you're going to have deficiency somewhere else. Maybe you trade one of them at some point, like you were just alluding to, or you just punt it and say, I'm not getting to the 80. I'll settle for 55 or 60 or whatever and make it up somewhere else. Yep. Okay. And, and and that comes into play right at the top because we're not really going to talk much about the, uh, the top four. You know, the, if, if you want to go and take Hayter, Yates, Chapman, or Asuna, I got no problem with that. But but you have to tread lightly because you could still get screwed. Last year, we were all over the place taking Blake Trinan, all over the place. He was the greatest relief pitcher I've ever seen pitch in a year, and he died. He died. We crossed him off the list, and we pun- lost saves in every league. I mean, Driving him in a sixth round. Horrible. Yeah. And you look if you look at this list, but you got Hader and Ozuna who don't exactly have uh, you know Boy Scout pasts either. So like things happen. Like you you like who the hell out of nowhere Josh Hader's about to pitch in the All Star game and uh, he's a racist. Hey, he looks <laughs> like, like John Rocker. That's what he looks <laughs> like, like. Exactly. <laughs> so th- things could go go you know veer off to the left really fast and really hard. So like he said, you want to tread lightly. Don't go all in on this if you're a multi-league guy. Don't invest heavily in the same guy time and time and time again. There's two guys that we have but not heavy. We're changing it up. Yeah. Right? I know one of them's your favorites. I'll let you I'll, I'll let you uh, talk Ooh. about him first. Oh, uh, we're going to go uh Kenny Giles. Yep. Uh 132 is his ADP. Uh he had 23 saves last year. The team is going to be much improved this year. Better uh, starting pitching, better offense. Uh, he could get up to the, the 30 mark. He had elite ERA and whip uh, numbers. He had 83 strikeouts in 53 innings. So, um, you know, you, you want to get those. I don't like driving relief pitchers that do not strike at least one per inning. You know, you have to get those extra things to help on your categories. Right. My one drawback on Ken, Ken Giles, and I, I've known this player forever as a Phillies fan. He came up in the system and everything. Is I'm more into a relief pitcher that's going to punch somebody else in the face, not I themselves. Kinda, I was just, just going to say that, man. Right? I like the guy. I'd rather, I'd rather have Amir Garrett who wants to fight the whole everybody. team. Yeah. <laughs> Ken Giles who wants to fight himself. <laughs> I mean, really, he was owning his, his performance. He was upset at himself. It wasn't, you know... Uh, all right. Yeah, maybe it was. <laughs> no, I, I, it, it was a little bit of a concern. <laughs> but, you know, we, we generally like our closers to not have good mental health. Yeah. That's usually a good thing, you He's know? He's crazy. You got to like that in the closer <laughs> <Yeah>. part. <laughs> all right. So we are, we, are, we are basically all in on Ken Giles. The thing is that... He he's got a, a, a track record. He's he's been in the league a long time. He's been in very high leverage situations. He's in his third organization. He's not going to lose his job. Like it's not going to happen. Like trying in one trick pony. We saw one great year. There there was a reason the year before to say, hey, this guy's going to be a good reliever. Then he gave us a great season. Then he fell off the cliff. Right. Giles has not had a terrible season. It's not. It, there there's no reason to think that he's going to just turn sucktastic all of a sudden it's no it's just not going to happen he's going to have he's going to have his job as long as he stays healthy and doesn't you know freaking go to visit dr kevorkian or something like that (laughs) just like osuna chapman yates and hater they're gonna have their job as long as everything stays you know and like you said the team is good like 
with with the things going on with the Red Sox, the Yankees injuries and everything, it's kind of on the table for the Blue Jays to compete this year. Like they they can be over a 500 team and they can press for a potential wild card. They're not going to overtake the Yankees at this point and Tampa's still very very strong. So Toronto's kind of on the table there to to be a, a fringe playoff team. And you know that that that's going to equate to a lot of save opportunities down the road. I I could I could see Toronto having more than fifty save opportunities. Oh, that was great. You know, that would be great. And, and if you blow five of them, you know, three or four of them go on your day off and whatever. You know, funky things. Usually, a team has five or six people that end up with saves. You know, there's forty saves on the table for him pretty easily. And like you said, the strikeout rate is great. Yeah, it's great. We love high strikeout rate. Usually, a, a a guy in a closer's role with a with with a a low strikeout rate, he doesn't stay long. Yeah, they lose their job because they Absolutely. give up too many hits, too much balls in contact. Things happen. So who's next guy? I know it's your boy, so I'm going to say it. Craig Kimbrell. Kimbrell. Oh yeah, I'm a big fan of Kimbrell. Um, it may completely fall apart, but you know he's on a Hall of Fame trajectory with with his career. He's got the coolest wind up in the league. The Hawk. You know the 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 blip on the screen. Last year, like I said, and we, we talked about this when, when we first mentioned relief pitchers in the second or third episode. He, he Everybody says he had a terrible season last year. He didn't. He, had, he went 15 out of 16 scoreless outings. He had The season was bookended by two terrible. He started with two terrible outings, ended with two terrible outings, and then you see it and you see whatever it was, 20 innings or whatever, and like five home runs and everybody's like... He, he was out of control. He had he had three, four bad games. Everything else was elite, and he was there. Team's good. Yeah, the team's good. Uh, they 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 do got an up and comer. What's that kid's name? Wick. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot of buzz about him. So he's somebody to keep your eye on. You know, if you're in a deep league and you have Kimbrel, you know, especially if you're doing like like one of these fifty round things, stash the guy at the end and, and protect yourself from Kimbrel, and and you're going to end up with an elite closer either way, yeah. whether it's him or wick and if the cubs go a little south there they, they might start shipping people off yeah so that absolutely. could offer. absolutely all right so next guy we're going to talk about is uh rasiel iglesias 147 adp had a bad year last year still had 34 saves but had a bad year with his whip and his era he was a little high he was walking people it, was, it definitely wasn't himself he's a better pitcher than what he showed last year i love the Reds this year, and so is Jeff. We love the Reds this year, all right? And there's going to be plenty of save opportunities there. I think he's going to stay in the closer role. I think he's going to get 40 saves. That That's what we need to say. We need to the, we need Lorenzen to be the Swiss Army Knife guy that they're moving all over the place and give, give Iglesias the ninth inning. Because all the time when he was screwing up, there was times they tried to use him as... Um, you know, we talked about Lenny Melnick in, in, in the last episode. I'm going to bring up one term that he made again. I'm loving Lenny, Mel- Le- Lenny <laughs> Melnick this week. The effector. They tried to use him as the effector all the time where it's, okay, the ninth inning isn't necessarily the most important spot of, of the game. It's when the best hitters are coming up in the highest leverage situation. And they did with that with Iglesias all the time. And that's why his ERA and whip were freaking shenanigans here's the one reason while iglesias will stay in the ninth inning all right just think about it if you're the manager obviously we're great minds here and we would think alike okay i would like lorenzen to come in the seventh and eighth get out those tough hitters and guess what 
he gets to come up to bat and hit bombs off of people because <laughs> the guy can rake. All right, so he's a two-way guy in the making. He can hit bombs. He, I think he's got like 15 career home runs. He's he's a monster, all right? So bring him in the seventh and eighth and let him be the pinch hitter. You don't need a pinch hitter. What, you got to bring in freaking Tucker Barnhart? No. So that's why I'm all on board. You, you know what else they say about Lorenzen? Is he he's like a seventy defense, bro? Like he would be one of the best center fielders in the league if he played there every day. Elite talent, yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. He he's uh he's like the no, I hate bringing up football, but he's the Taysom Hill of of, of baseball, bro. Oh, God, who they're actually you hear they're going to put a first round tender on him on Taysom Hill. So it, it, who what? cares about football? Are you talking Shut about football? up! You talking about football? Get, for? I'm going to kiss is Nick here. Is Nick here? Nick is not here. Nick's off this week. <laughs> Nick is going to be one of our top guys, probably for the football part of this thing. It's not now though. This is March. All right, stop talking about football. My bad. All right, I'm getting pissed off right now. I like Taysom Hill though. He's fun. <laughs> stop talking about <laughs> football, man. Yo, he's a right. Dolphins fan. Stop We're talking about football. All right, next guy we can talk about. You're going to talk about him because I don't want to talk about him. All right, Hansel Robles. 168 ADP. I'm a Met fan, so I'm going to puke in my mouth real quick and let Jeff talk. I don't want to. I hate him. He's locked in for saves, right? Yeah, he's good. I mean, I mean, the, the, the save count's good. He definitely has the role. He has a stronghold on it. I just, I, he just doesn't look like a good pitcher to me. Like, I, he throws hard. That's all I see. He I, annoys I just, us. A Met fan so annoys us. We, we don't like him. You know, he's he's not Victor Zambrano. <laughs> oh, God. So, so go four picks earlier and take Brendan Workman. What I'll you, do that all day you, long. What are you going to say about All day it? long. Yeah. There, there's a chance that Workman might not be in a traditional role, that he might be a little bit all over the place. Who knows if the Red Sox are going to win any games? You know, I, I I don't know. 104 Ks in 71 innings. That's all you need. Yeah. Like, like, even if the save total isn't what you want, if it's only in the low 20s, those strikeouts carry you. So we're, we're definitely invested in, in Workman. We like him. So go 10 spots after Hansel, you can get Archie Bradley, who has not been named the closer for the time back chat. But I still feel he'll be in the role and he'll do a good job and get anywhere from twenty to twenty-five saves. They're going to be an improved team. I feel you know they increased uh, their their starting pitching depth and uh, their, their lineup is nasty. There's a Marte Parte in, involved, and uh, I think he, he can get twenty to twenty-five saves. Yeah, and he he's like the Rodney Dangerfield of relief pitchers. Nobody talks about him. Nobody cares. But he's a leader of that team. Like he he's. He's their guy. Like he's the face of the franchise, believe it or not. Like he's the clubhouse guy. So he's going to stay in that role. He's going to hold it and the team's going to be better. You know, uh, ho- hopefully they could keep the ball in the park, who knows, you know, the humidor in effect and all that. I, I I'm buying, I'm in. You know, I, I I'm usually not a big fan of uh of this this tier of guys, but Tear after that, like makes me puke in my mouth. So I, I we're gonna we're gonna help Bradley. we're gonna help you guys with those <laughs> those uh, t- rounds. You know, we're gonna help you with better guys in that round. So, so. we we told you that fifty percent of closers are going to lose their job, right? Yep. So basically, if everybody we talked about so far keeps their job, there's a good chance that everybody on the rest of the list that we're going to talk about for the next twenty minutes. Is going to lose their job. Starting with number two hundred, Ian Candy from the Kansas City Royals. All right, he solid pitcher, good stuff. I uh, had good numbers last year. Royals suck. They're probably going to get ten to fifteen saves from this guy and try to dump him off. So you you want to look for the guy who's behind Ian Candy that can possibly take in a high strikeout hole in the seventh and eighth. 
that can close in the future. But Ian Kennedy's probably not going to be there after July. What do you think about that? Uh, the, the, the best way to use Ian Kennedy is draft him as your third closer. Take your, your five or six saves in the first two weeks and then trade him to the team that only has one closer because their closer lost their job and whatever, and they're desperate. And then you trade him there, you know, and you'll be able to get like Andrew Benintendi or something like that for it because people are going to be desperate for saves. You got them. You got three. Michael Givens didn't get the job, so the person with Michael Givens is like pissed. So you trade him. All right, So and just so you guys know, I did say Ian Candy is going to get saves. There's some people out there that don't even know that he's in a closer role. So, obviously, you guys got to do a little research and realize that, and we'll go from there. <laughs> so, next guy we're going to talk about is Giovanni Gallegos. I love him. 210 ADP. What do you got for him? Because I know you love him. It's uh, Stuff's nasty. He's got the, got, got the goods to be a top five closer right now. I just don't know if he gets the role. It's scary. But that's why you're getting him at such a discount because the Cardinals don't know what they're doing yet. Well, Carlos Martinez is going to be locked in in the rotation. Right. I, I, I see it. That's what they want. That's right. what he wants. Andrew Miller's old as you. And he's, he's, he's dying. He's, yeah. He's, yeah. He can't throw right now. Yeah. Jordan Hicks doesn't have an arm. Fell off. So I don't, I don't feel so scared. I'm not scared. It's Alex Reyes. Ah. Uh, when? When is he ever going to be healthy? That's the problem. Maybe yeah. it's today. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be hurt tomorrow. Move on. Right. No, but th- this is a guy, especially, what'd you say the ADP is? On 210. Him? 210. So you're, if you're choosing between him and Doolittle, you do a lot and you take Gallegos. Like, yeah. they, they, that goes without question. And, and these people are out here trying to trade me. Sean Doolittle, you guys know Daniel Hudson's back, right? All right. Stop trying to pass off that crap. I, right. I, I think Daniel Hudson's better for the position yeah dude he helped him win the world series do little can't stay healthy it's cool twitter follow like yeah he, he's fun to pay attention to he can't stay healthy and he hasn't always been effective like he he's just better against lefties like better off putting him in that effector role <laughs> all right next guy we're going to talk about all right and uh he's near and dear to my heart i like this guy 217 kiona kila if he doesn't piss anyone off, he could probably keep the job probably half the season. I picked him up in one of my leagues, the auction draft. I'm only expecting 10, 12 saves, and I'm going to punt him because uh, he's probably going to get traded if he's having a good year. If he's not having a good year, he's going to be out of a job, and I can just pick up Kyle Creek. Yeah, that's what I was going to yep. say. Yep. If you have if you take Keela and you could stash Crick, uh, you're in good shape because like, like, we, like we said in the, in the past, when you're talking about – um, closers, closers on bad teams tend to get a little bump up in opportunities because when they win games, they only win by one or two. So there's more saver opportunities. They don't blow anybody out. And speaking of that, we're going to talk about next is Joe Jimenez from the shitty, oop, I ain't mean to curse, but I'm so fired up about the Tigers. They suck. But the Tigers, Joe Jimenez, he's going to get 15 to 20 saves automatically. His ADP is 219. He is really good pitcher. He was always named the future, the, uh, the future closer of the the Tigers. The future's now. All right, Joel Zamaya. He's not there anymore. Remember that name, Joel, Joel Zamaya. Yeah. God, I love that guy. He's probably fifty by now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this guy's the future closer in the future's now. And guess who's behind him? No one. Guess they're gonna trade him. No, he's not making any money. He's gonna be there the whole year. He's gonna get maybe 20, 25 saves. You'll take it at the ADP. You're getting him at 219. 
So the next guy we got is Mark Melancone. Melanson. 229 ADP. What do you got to say about him? I, I, I want to say something about some something else first. Oh, all right. Right. So we just talked about four guys in a row that their ADP was all like five or six spots away from each other. Right. So that means that in every draft, a run starts because people panic because they don't have saves. Right. So how do we, how do we deal with that? We have to have a plan and we're either in front of that or behind it. Okay, so for the most part, if if you're targeting any of the guys that we just talked about, there's a good chance that not Workman after Workman. Workman was like 170, right? 164 in yep. there. Okay, yeah. So once we got into the 200s, where we mentioned Doolittle and Gallegos and Ian these Kennedy, guys, yep. and Ian Kennedy, right? Chances are, if you're targeting one of them in particular, you're not going to get them because they're going to be part of a run. And if your particular draft slot doesn't just happen to fall and get lucky that you get them, you're you're probably not going to get the guy you're targeting. You're probably going to settle for somebody else. Or if you're in auction, I'm just going to wait for this guy to get called out and just all these guys are going to call him and make someone spend money on these crappy closers. Right. Um, I just ra- Personally, I'd rather, you know, before... We, we talk about Doolittle and Gallegos and Bradley. I'd rather be ahead of that and look at Workman or, or like Nick Anderson ahead of that, target one of them, and then start the run and be ahead of the run and not praying that I get the right guy in the run. Not that these are bad options, but the chances that one of them are going to fall is probably not really going to happen. Okay? So who do you say? Who do you want to talk about next? Uh, next guy. Melancone. Yeah. Okay. Slash Will Smith. Yeah, because you, you, you should, need both. Yeah, you have to get you both. Need, you need both because we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, it's weird because uh, Melon Melon Cone was setting up for him over there. Yeah, and then they come to Atlanta, and now it's the other way around. And it was funny that we're joking around about this, and like we don't know who's supposed to open the door for who <laughs> around here. Like you know, who's the guy in charge? Just get them both. Don't even know. Yeah, you got you have a bench spot. Yeah, you yeah you have to tag team these guys, and there there's even in a in a larger auction format even when you don't have a bench you could afford to put both of these guys on your team because you know one's going to be a eight dollar player nine dollar player and the other would be a one or two depending on you know it looks like it looks like it's melanson's job and will smith is you know carrying his bags behind him but you know maybe when we get a week before when everybody's actually you know drafting their home league teams Maybe it kind of reverses itself. So maybe it's something that if you look at it as a $10 tandem, you get both and you're all right. Yeah, it's a good idea. Uh, the next guy we got come from a very bad team, 459 ADP. Kinsler. Brandon Kinsler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the team sucks. You like him though, right? Well, it, it, but that's the thing is when, when you have a team that's horrible like that, he's a good pitcher, they're going to try to try to uh, you know do the Sergio Romo thing and put him out there, let – Put him in high leverage situations, which don't happen very often. Let him, you know, get five saves in 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 two weeks, something like that, and then trade him. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So you take it while you got it because he's going. He's he's going to have the job. I, I'm fairly convinced that you know he. It doesn't even matter what happens the the next two weeks. He's going to go break camp with the job. It's just a matter of when they actually win their first game. Well, and they're going to trade him. Yep, probably trade him. So. He's another guy you're just going to look... He's your third guy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And speaking of third guys, 487 ADP, Tony Watson. Just so you all know, he is on the Giants. He will be closing 
He's a lefty. I think they're going to bump up his value, and they're going to dump him off. Yep. The one thing that we were talking about earlier um, with these lefty relievers, especially somebody like Watson, it makes sense to put him into a one-inning role where he's throwing, you know, if it'll be the ninth inning for, for the Giants because these teams like the Yankees, the Yankees and whatnot that are going to be contenders – are going to want to see him pitching against lefties and righties because you have to pitch the complete inning, not just a lefty specialist anymore. So somebody like Watson will be in very high demand later on. So San Francisco wants to put him in the highest leverage role, knock up some saves, and keep it moving. Right? I mean, he probably looks good in spring. Like if, if Kapler's guys are all taking third strikes, I mean, he probably looks good in, in spring training. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But uh, I'm sorry, I'm still talking about that. All right, so we got uh, another guy that we we absolutely love. All right, we loved him before the news broke. Hunter Harvey. Yep. His ADP right now is obviously going to jump, but it's 559 right now. We liked him a month ago. We, we targeted him of gang saves once Givens got traded, but he's already surpassed him. I, what do you think he's going to get the job? Yeah, I mean, I mean, the manager already said it. They they asked him about the the bullpen, and he said, "Oh, we were pretty good once Hunter Harvey got here last year. He only pitched what six innings or something like that last yeah. year." And 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 the the new manager's name escapes me right now. I don't hide hide. He makes me want to hide. Yeah, <laughs> he should hide. Michael Gibbs wants to hide. <laughs> <laughs> so. So yeah, he, he was gushing about this guy. Like, oh, as soon as he got here, the bullpen had a whole different uh, aura and all this. He's gonna give him the job. Yeah, he's gonna run with it. You know, and, and high strikeouts. Yep, I love him. We love former, him. Former first round pick. We talked about him probably like seven, six podcasts ago. Yep. Uh, so we're we're all on board with this guy. Yep. The next one, are, we have a couple more guys we want to talk about here. These two are bunched at six oh eight and six oh nine. Uh, they're they're both Jeff's boys. So I'll let him talk, and he will not say the guy's first name, but Hirano from Seattle. Um, well, they, there's a whole bunch of things going on with this. I, I I'm a little scared about Hirano. I I I huh? the coronavirus. No, well, yeah, I, no, that he's Japanese. Uh, right, right, right. I don't know what he is. He, he, <laughs> he, he, he's Asian. I don't know, uh, but. They they got this guy McGill who looks pretty decent, and they have two attack of Viola as well. I, I I can't say that guy's name, but I just learned how I, to say tongue of Viola. I actually got some funny shit, uh, funny stuff I heard about on uh, the radio uh, in New York City. Someone actually committed a hate crime. All right, they were sitting next to an Asian person, and took out Febreze, and sprayed him with Febreze. Do you believe that? Did you hear that on the train? Why? Because they thought they were going to get coronavirus? Yeah, he said, well, wait, you got the, the virus and started spraying with Febreze. Dude, Febreze ain't killing nothing. I know. Febreze is I just know. perfume. I know, but he's he's wanted now by New York for, for a hate crime. Oh, my God. I and mean, people are st- st- not drinking Coronas. I, I just don't understand. I mean, <laughs> it's mass mild, hysteria, man. It's ridiculous. It's, just there, wash your hands, guys. There, there was people saying that they weren't going to wipe their ass anymore because they were worried about the toilet paper oh, there being is no contaminated. Toilet paper. The old toilet paper's gone. You can't so find you anything. just going to have a dirty <laughs> ass? <laughs> like a dirty ass? A dirty ass is better than oh, coronavirus? Right, we got off a topic here. The next guy we're going to talk No, no. Because these guys make me feel like a dirty ass. Oh. They make me want to have coronavirus. That, that's true. Six oh nine, Sergio Romo, go. Uh, love him. Put him on your team. Yeah, he's 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 like forty nine years old. Still has that nasty breaking ball. Don't believe in Mister Rogers in the role. 
That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, I, I think that they're going to flex that bullpen pretty often, and there will be situations. It may only be five or ten times, but Sergio Romo's going to get saves, and Rodgers is going to be brought in in the seventh and eighth inning in a higher leverage situation because he's left-handed. And the last guy I want to talk about had the highest K rate in the Meyer League's history last year, James Karinczak. All right, he's right now 528. He, he had the highest ever accounted. It was like 20, 22%. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. All right. And, you know, obviously if a hand job gets traded or struggles like he did last year, this guy has gas. Uh, Class A is out for three months. So it gives this guy the opportunity to just jump in there and take the role. And Karinchak has moxie on the on the mound, bro. Like yeah. he's just got the presence. He's walking around. Dude, he's doing fist pumps in spring training, like going fired up, man. <laughs> he's he's doing the finger guns. Yes. Like boom, boom. It's like this is like freaking <laughs> Fernando Rodney on Red Bull. He's not launching any more arrows. <laughs> yeah. No, we're we're loving Karinchak. That we we just need to see him take advantage of the situation like he he's going to be in a high leverage role now there there's a clear closer there the team's kind of going in the other direction hand jobs going to going to get traded he needs to be in position to take it when it's when, when it's when it's on the table for him you know he can't let these other guys in uh, you know he's got the stuff and, and the and the moxie to do it let's just take it and roll with it man but we're invested in this guy big time you're getting him for free you're stashing him on your bench. You're praying. You know he's still minor league eligible too. He's he's still a rookie of the year candidate. So if you have a format where that comes into play, you could definitely consider that as well. All right. So we're actually all done here, but we're in March. All right. We we are here to help everyone out there. If you have any ideas, anything you want us to discuss or do a little research in and help you out with, hit us up on Twitter at where J Trello twenty. That's me. Your AMAC 22NJ. What's that new guy's name? Mimi? N-Mimi. N-M-I-M-I. Hit us up there. We'll we'll dig into the stuff, do the work for you, and help you come, become better players. Absolutely. Right. I think you just said something intelligent. Well, I, I got some more too, but like, I, it's the Red Bulls, guys. I just feel fired up. I'm ready to roll. I forgot one thing last uh, time out. If anybody's looking for a quick ADP stealer here at number 509, it's going to go up a little bit. Manny Margot. Power speed. He's 25 years old. Had uh, 12 home runs, 20 stolen bases last year. This is a guy to target at the end of your draft for free. That's all the intelligence I got for today. I gotta get home before my wife kills me. Yeah, you're a dead man. <laughs> it's been real. That long commute. <laughs> it's been real, bro. Trevor, take us out. Peace. <laughs> Come on, get me